What's going on, everyone? I'm Mackenzie Ingram. This is Everything In Between. And in this episode, I want to talk about embracing your thorn. So I don't know how many people have heard this story of Paul um, in the Bible when he is basically talking about how he has a thorn in his flesh. Um, and yesterday I was thinking around the concept of like, um, when what you hope for doesn't happen or, or like when what you prayed for doesn't come to pass or something like that, because Paul in the scripture asked God to remove this thorn three times and God didn't. And I don't know about you, but I know for me, there have been many times in my life where I have prayed for things, asked for things um, that didn't happen. Um, either they didn't happen because it was a no or they haven't happened yet, but I'm very thankful for it. And there were moments in that where I was angry and I was frustrated and I was just, um, upset with God that these things didn't happen. But now when I look back, I am very, very thankful. And so I just kind of want to talk about that, um, and talk about what your thorn is and share with you what mine are. And when I say thorn, I don't literally mean like you have a thorn in your side, just to clarify. Um, I'm going to read the scripture first and then kind of dive into it and um, share with you like my point of view on it. So it's in uh, 2 Corinthians 12. I'm going to read 1 through 10. So it's called Paul's vision and his thorn. This is in the NIV version. I must go on boasting. Although there is nothing to be gained, I will go on to visions and revelations from the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was called up to the third heaven. Whether it was in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that this man, whether in the body or a part of the body, I do not know, but God knows, was called up to paradise and heard inexpressible things, things that no one is permitted to tell. I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself except about my weaknesses. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain, but I refrain so no one will think more of me than is warranted by what I do or say, or because of these surpassingly great revelations. Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made in perfect weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties for when I am weak, then I am strong. So I love this scripture. Um, It is it talks about not boasting. It talks about being humbled. It talks about not being conceited and not boasting out of your own will because God, because he only wants God to get this credit. And I love what he says about, I will only boast about my weaknesses. And I think in today's culture, especially with men boasting or talking about or opening up about your weakness is like not the thing to do. 
um, you're to keep things to yourself or figure things out yourself um, and not open up when with me like I'm the complete opposite I love talking about my weaknesses my trials my testimony how I love talking about how I'm sad or going through a rough time or have experienced depression and been caught up with anxiety like that is I love talking about it because it's my testimony and it was the perfect picture and representation of when Christ was most visible in my life. And I don't mean that visible in my life as if he never is. It's just in certain situations and times and moments, I was able to see him more than like if I was okay, if that makes sense. And so he talks about how he was given a thorn. It says, therefore, in order to keep me from being conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made in perfect weakness. And like I said earlier, so, well, let me say this. No one really knows exactly what this thorn in Paul's side looked like. There have been studies and um, assumptions of what type of thorn it could be. And I, and when I was looking it up yesterday, a guy pointed out two types of thorns. Um, well, he pointed out four, but I really liked the two that he pointed out. He said an internal struggle or an external struggle. So internal struggles could be depression, anxiety, temptation. Like there's a certain temptation that you just cannot seem to fight, that you just cannot seem to overcome. It could be grief. It could be comparison. It could be negative thoughts, self-worth, like whatever you struggle with internally, or it could be an external struggle. So like poor eyesight, it could be an illness. It could be, um, you have, have a, um, you struggle with walking or you can't walk or you struggle with your hands that you like the use of your body can be an external struggle. And so um, he also said that there can be like natural opponents. So like false teacher, false teaching, and then supernatural oppositions, which are like demonic. Um, I didn't get too much into the natural opponents um, and the supernatural oppositions just because they didn't really, I just didn't really feel like I needed to with this scripture, but I did begin to think and pray about the internal struggles and external struggles. And so, like I said in the beginning, I don't know what your struggle is. And so when I say struggle is I'm referring to the thorn that was in Paul's side. No one really knows the exact thorn that it was. I know for me, like I I was telling people earlier that I don't literally mean like an actual thorn, but for me, like I literally thought it was an actual thorn in his side. But after listening to this guy and doing a little bit of research, it seems to be something else, which we don't know. Um, one of one someone suggested it could have possibly been poor eyesight because we know with Paul, he had the you know scales over his eyes and things like that. But no one really knows for sure. But no matter what your thorn is whether you struggle with depression, whether you struggle with sexual sin, that no matter how much you try, you just can't seem to run away from it. No matter if it's negative thoughts that you've tried going to therapy, you've tried rerouting your brain, you've tried everything you can, but you cannot escape the negative thoughts. Whether you do have um, a disability that limits you, or maybe you don't feel like you can do certain things, God's grace is sufficient for you. It's enough for you that you can win any battle. You can fight any temptation. You can overcome any struggle. And it's not to say that 
you're not trying or that you're not really going through something because I know I've been in, in a I've been in a place where I almost like I, I don't want to say I hated myself, but I was trying so hard to fight this um this battle and I just kept failing and and I got to a point where I was like, okay, what's the point of even trying anymore? Like what I'm trying my hardest to stay away from sexual sin. And like, I keep falling. I'm trying my hardest to not fall back into the pit of depression, but I end back up there every single time. Like I did everything that I could to try to help my negative thoughts, to help my sexual sin, to help my depression, to help my anxiety, to help my comparison issues and nothing worked. But the second I gave it to Jesus and took my hands off of it, he was able to work. And so I say that because there's nothing there. Yes, there are certain things you can do, like setting boundaries and, you know, maybe having scripture, memorizing scripture so that when you do kind of go into those spirals, you can remind yourself to have accountability partners to go to therapy and keep going to therapy. Like, yes, there are certain things that you can do, but overall that supernatural healing is going to come from God. And it says in his scripture that in your weakness, whatever that weakness is for you, whatever that thorn is for you, his grace is sufficient for that. And I love what he said at the end. He was like, so in times when I, he says he delights in his weakness like delight in your weakness, whatever that is for you. And I don't know, especially, I think it could be hard for people on either sides, whether it's internal or external, external to be confident in that weakness because of those insecurities that you might have. Not saying that all people do, but I know for me, I never felt like I could talk about Jesus because of the things I struggled with. I never felt like I was good enough to sit here and do a podcast because I didn't know scripture in and out. And I wasn't confident by the way that I was able to maybe read or break down like whatever excuse or boundary or wall that you have placed in front of you because you think you're not good enough to do something. God's grace is sufficient for that. And if it means God's grace, his love, his mercy, his strength is enough for you in whatever that weakness looks like. And, and I love what Paul said. He said, that is why for Christ's sake, for Christ's sake, I delight in my weakness. I delight in insults. I delight in hardships. I delight in persecutions and difficulties for when I am weak, God is strong. I, it took me a while to get here and it might take you a while. It might, you know, maybe this is a message for you. Maybe it's not, but to delight in the hardships of life is so this might sound weird saying, but it's so freeing because when people insult me or like, I really don't struggle with insults, but I know my brother does, which like I'm very protective over him. I just laugh and I, and I pray for those people when I face, um, hardships in life, I embrace them. I count them with all joy. I said that in the last episode, Um, In persecutions, when I'm being judged, when I'm being made fun of, like, I love that. In difficult seasons or opportunities or situations, I try to find that joy and that peace in it. Not saying that it's not hard and not saying that I don't ever fall back or still struggle with that thorn in my life. I do. And I've begged God, like, God, take this thorn of 
depression from me. Take this thorn of comparison, of negative thoughts of self-worth. And he said in, in scripture, he basically said, I pleaded with God to take it from me three times. And God basically said, no, I'm not going to take this thorn from you. He said no to Paul. He said no to me. And I don't know what thorn you're struggling with, but he could possibly have said no to you because his grace is for that thorn. What he wants you to do in life and the people that he wants you to reach, that thorn has a purpose. And you might think it's ugly and you might think it's uncomfortable and you just want it out. But whatever it is, God can use that. If without the thorn that the thorns that I've had in my side, I would have no testimony to share. I would have no um, beautiful story or I would have never had the encounter with Jesus that I had had I not had the thorns in my side. And so I want you, whatever your thorn is, and, and again, it can be anything. A thorn could be money issues. It could be addiction. It could be a person. It could be a job. It could be your family. It could be depression, anxiety, sex, drugs, alcohol, like physical um, thorns. It could be it could be a spirit that you're dealing with. Like it could be anything and your thorn is going to look different than mine or we might have the same ones. I don't know, but I want you to embrace them. I want you to love them. I want you to understand that with that thorn, whenever you feel weak or whenever you feel like you're not good enough or that thorn is really bugging you, know that when you are weak, it's the perfect opportunity for God to be strong. Your thorn in your side is not about you. So you can sit, you can throw yourself a pity party, you can be upset, you can be mad at God, but at the end of the day, I can promise you that that thorn That situation, that struggle, that addiction, that issue that you're going through, it's not about you, but it's about what God can do with you, with that thorn to help others and help you help enhance the kingdom of God. I don't really know if that made sense, but I loved, I love my, one of my best friends, she told me this when I was telling her about, I was going through a heartbreak. I was depressed. I was really sad. And I was just like, I don't understand why I keep going through this, why God keeps putting me through this, why I keep struggling with this. And she was like, Mac, it's not about you. Point blank, period, period. It's not about you. It's about what God is going to do and how he's going to use you from this situation to help others, which essentially will help enhance his kingdom. So it's not about you. So instead of thinking of this thorn as this issue that God didn't save you from or that he didn't take you from it. Think of it as this is my testimony. This is a way that God wants to use me for the kingdom and I'm going to embrace it. Everything I go through that involves my issues, this thorn, whatever I'm whatever struggle it is that you're facing, it's beautiful because it gives you and it and it allows space for God's strength to come through in the midst of your weakness. So embrace it, love it, accept it, and move forward with it. Whatever that looks like for you, give it to God. And and I want to say this again, if you are still struggling, it's okay to still struggle with that thorn, whatever it looks like for you. It took me years to accept the fact that I struggle with certain things that some people don't and that it might be a reoccurring issue for me with my life. And I am perfectly okay with that. Because I know in those situations when they do occur, it gives me an opportunity to say, you know what, God, 
I trust you. You have allowed this for whatever reason. I don't know. I might not ever know, but I trust you because I know that your grace is sufficient for me. I know that you would not give me this or make me go through this or have this, have me struggle through this if it wasn't for a greater purpose. And I want you to get to that point, but it might take time. Show yourself grace in that process, but understand that God is so good and that his grace, his strength, his mercy, his love is going to come through in the areas of your life that you think are weak. Allow God to do that for you. Because like I said, everything I tried to do, I couldn't. But when I let God in and when I said, you know what, God, this is my weakness. I love my weakness. I embrace my weakness. Then he was able to come through for me with this supernatural strength that I have yet to be able to describe. And I want that for you. So again, give yourself grace if you're going through that. If you know the exact thorn that you have, embrace it, love it, accept it, move forward with it and share it with people because you never know how your thorn is going to help somebody else. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you so much for the thorn and thorns that I have in my side. The things I wish I could have once escaped, God, I thank you so much for for them. I thank you so much that you didn't allow me to escape them, but yet feel them and struggle with them and learn how to embrace and move forward with my life with them. Lord, I pray over your people right now, whether they know what their thorn is or they don't, whether they want to accept it or not, God. But I just pray that through this situation, through their struggle, through their issues, God, that they allow you into their hearts, soften their hearts, God, so that when you knock at their door, that they will let you in, that you will be able to heal them, that you will be able to help them, that you will be able to shine through that thorn. God, help them embrace their weakness, help them embrace and love their thorns. We love you. We trust you. We thank you and we praise you. And in Jesus name we pray. Amen.